Funny, isn't it? When we talk about the biggest addictions people can face, we think about drugs, we think about drink, we think about food, gambling, porn, and getting lost in that social media hole on the phone. But yet there is one addiction most people don't pay much attention to at all, and that's their thoughts. Your addiction to the stories your mind constantly spins every moment of the day and believing those stories is arguably the biggest cause of suffering in your life. And what makes it seem quite tragic is that the suffering created by the stories in your mind is optional. If you'd like to find out more and if you'd like to explore breaking free of this addiction to your mind, to create more abundance, peace and happiness in your life, then stick with me until the very end of this short episode where you'll get some insights into your mind and some exercises to help break free. By the way, you're listening to the Mindset Change podcast, just in case you didn't know, and I'm your host, coach and mentor, Paul Shepard. If you've not yet subscribed, please do so you don't miss out on the incredible life-changing episodes that are coming your way. Now let's get back to your lovely mind, which loves to create stories about your past and future, which of course some might be positive and others can seem to terrify the hell out of you, which adds a lot of stress and anxiety to your life. And it can feel quite addictive, can't it? Just to get lost inside your mind in daydreams, to move your mind away from the present moment and into that virtual reality world which is totally made up, often irrelevant, and can really reduce the quality of your life. But if you just ask someone to stop and be present for a few minutes with, say, something like meditation or just to sit in silence, and you can see the tension begin to build, the beads of sweat can begin to appear, and the fidgeting starts to happen. (laughs) Does that sound familiar to you? I know it does to me. When I first used to sit down to meditate, my mind would literally start to feel like it was going crazy. The mind is not used to feeling constricted this way. Being made to sit still, focus on the breath and not think or just focus on thoughts. Well, that feels boring to my mind. It will spin all sorts of stories that I need to be moving and doing something else, that this isn't for me Meditations for more disciplined people, or we could just do it another day. Basically, anything but sitting still and trying to constrict a mind that just wants to create these powerful stories which feel so addictive, that feel so real, which we then act on and begin to create our reality. And thoughts are incredibly powerful that way, they really do shape our reality. And it's no wonder people begin to try to change their thoughts. We can't change your thoughts, it's already happened. And the more tension you hold in your body, the more the thought processes seem to turn quite negative and dark. And I know for sure you know what I mean by that. And the mind often likes to think it's protecting us, it's running an out-of-date program. And to do that, with that form of tension being held in the body, You might recognize a thought popping up that says, not good enough. You're not good enough to be able to do that. And who hasn't been convinced that that is true and held themselves back in life that way? Whose mind hasn't told them that the labels they have been given 
and that they store in their head are the truth. I'm anxious. I'm just not disciplined enough. I don't have enough willpower. I'm no good at maths. I'm stupid. I'm too young. I'm too old. Whatever the mind comes up with. I'm sure you have your own labels that you stick to and repeat as if they are reality when they're not. And whose mind hasn't created a story of their past which makes them believe this is just who you are, that this is the way life is and change is too hard for you. Did you ever say that phrase to yourself? This is just the way I am. But it's not though, is it? You're so much more. But you've been hypnotized into believing that you are limited and you live your life out that way. Whose mind hasn't created a story that says you have to control other people and as much of life as possible or you won't get what you want and you won't feel safe? I know a few of you listening to this are thinking, that's me. I know it's me at one point, definitely. And whose mind hasn't convinced them that through comparing with other people, that they are in the wrong place, they are in the wrong time, wrong circumstances, that they should look different, they should be living differently. And by the way, it's a powerful set of thoughts that can really bring a lot of tension and anxiety into the body. But the reality is this, I mean, you can't be anywhere else right now than where you are right now, if that makes sense. You can't be someone else. You can't have something else right now. You can't be doing something else right now. But the mind doesn't want to accept that. Oh, it loves a struggle. It really, really does love the struggle and tension that's created from a story that says it's all wrong for you, that gives you a deep sense of dissatisfaction. And have you noticed that the more you try to rationalize and create logic around these stories, maybe with something like CBT, your mind will just find something else to create dissatisfaction over, another problem to solve. And it just goes on and on in a cycle. And I think this is a classic. Whose mind hasn't convinced them that there's a magical thought that will solve all of your problems, that will give you that relief, that will make you feel good, If you can just find it through what we call overthinking, getting lost in your mind, totally ignoring that. If you come into your body and soothe the body, eventually your mind calms down and you develop that clarity of thought. You're just tricked into, again, indulging in a thought process that keeps you hooked. And I wonder which of those that I've just told you stand out for you. And if your mind's saying this isn't normal, you're not normal. Um, don't believe that. Of course you are. You're just doing what you've evolved to do, what you've been conditioned to do, but you don't have to do. I've also been asked quite a lot, how can I just stop thinking? (laughs) Please stop me thinking. My thoughts are annoying me, especially just before bedtime or at 4am in the morning when I should be asleep. Is your passport in date? Did you leave the oven on? Did they really mean that when they said that to you earlier this morning? Did you upset them? Let's have a conversation about it right now. Let's not go back to sleep. I think we've all been there. Strange thoughts that appear just at the what seems like the most inappropriate of times. And we try to make them go away. And that doesn't work, does it? I mean, what stories do you find your mind traveling to over and over? Do you know, mine used to love jumping into the past to create stories of what I should have done differently when I was being bullied, for example. How I could have stood up to them, how I could have said something different and felt powerful. And then when it was done with that, it would jump into the future to indulge in thoughts of how I should try to control reality to avoid those sorts of situations 
happening again. And it would do it with a dash of catastrophizing to give me a cortisol and adrenaline boost, which if you're addicted to the buzz can make thoughts like that seem even more alluring to get involved in. If you're addicted to the drama, the excitement that comes from indulging in thoughts of catastrophizing, of worry and trying to control. And if you're listening to this thinking, yes, my God, this is me. And what am I going to do? It's just exhausting. Why can't I just be normal? I mean, why am I not like everyone else who seems to have figured out how to work with their minds? They figured out their lives. They seem in good places. Why am I the screw up? Again, that's a thought process, isn't it? You might also be thinking, I think too much, um, which is all pretty normal. I mean, everyone is doing it or has done it. And it's part of having a thinking brain. In the spiritual world, this is part of what is a human experience. And part of what I'm going to be talking about is a spiritual and mindful approach of how to break your uh, addiction to your thoughts. So let's focus on the truth for a moment. You can't not think. I mean, those who tell me, please, can you stop me thinking? I'd, I'd love to stop thinking. Well, I believe that's called death or a coma, at least, which is a bit extreme. So let's not go there. But you could appreciate that your brain is a beautiful thinking machine and will always have stories to pull you into believing are true. That's always going to happen. You will always be thinking. You cannot stop. But you are more than capable of experiencing moments of peace and freedom from your mind by accepting thoughts that are flowing in and out of your mind and beginning to pay less attention to them. You have more power then your mind may believe you to think you have. You know, I would really think about investing in practicing mindfulness because when you get a sense of how by shifting your attention to the present moment, to the only moment that matters, you can get a sense of peace and freedom from your thoughts. And it's also in the here and now that you can live and invest in creating the life you truly want to live rather than the one you are settling for from the type of thoughts appearing in your mind type of thoughts that create your life like a dreamlike trance. And the more you practice, the longer your attention begins to spend in the present moment. Again, the most important moment of your life. I think one of the biggest illusions we can fall for is that there's a more important moment in the future waiting for us. So we're all striving for this most important moment and never quite living in the now. You've got to remember that the only thing that will stop you from living the life that you truly want is a mind that's determined to pull you back into the drama of your time-traveling dreams. You know, when you take off pressure from your nervous system by being present, relaxing into the very moment that we have, that's now, your limbic system, your nervous system calms down, and we get a different level of thoughts. We can begin to practice upgrading our thoughts, choosing what to think, because we do need thoughts. We are negotiating and working through a physical reality. Life isn't a negotiation, isn't it? But we don't need to waste so much time being drawn into illusionary thought patterns that are unhelpful for us. It's wasted so much of your life already. And you have to make a conscious decision at some point, which is another thought, to maybe do something a bit different for 2024. Now, some of you reading this, when I talk about being present right now, may actually think, yeah, do you know what? I'll practice a bit of presence later on. I'll practice this later. I can be more present in the future. 
I don't have time right now. I've got, I'm busy. Can you hear that? Can you hear that crafty trick of the mind, which is doing what it's always been doing and trying to keep you in your time travel of trance? Let's jump to a very juicy part that I think and hope that you appreciate. Now, a lot of people don't know this until they experience meditation. And I promise you it's true. And we will be experiencing it with an exercise or two. And that is that there is always within you a peaceful, quiet, still, loving and compassionate you that is always there called your awakened awareness. There's a part of you that's always there that your mind loves to distract you from. And it creates a lot of mind noise, those thoughts, to hide this part from you. But I promise you it's always there. So whatever you're doing right now, if it's safe to do so, just take a nice few uh, deep breaths and just begin to note as you breathe all the way out. There's a pause just before you breathe back in. And when you shift your attention to that pause, just for a second or two and hold it, so you're bringing your full attention to the present moment. I wonder if you can get a sense of a quietening of your mind. You know, as you're breathing in and then just following the breath out, getting a little glimpse of that peaceful part of you, your awakened awareness that's there when the mind becomes quiet. You can literally become aware of your awareness. And going forward, just doing that can be life-changing. You can ask yourself the question, am I aware? And just checking before the mind answers. And it's in that space before the mind answers, you might get a sense of your awareness, your awakened awareness just being there. No effort needed. It's a shift in attention, really. Can you sense it? You get a sense of that peaceful part of you that's just there, behind the scenes. Just shifting. If your mind has wandered off, just shifting your attention to it again to the present moment. And something you can do with your eyes open is just begin to expand your field of vision. So instead of just focusing forward, you're keeping your eyes focusing forward, but you're taking in your full visual landscape. So you're moving into peripheral vision. In Hawaii, they do this as a hakalau meditation. And you might get a sense of your mind just beginning to become quieter. The more you broaden your visual landscape, moving into peripheral, again, you might get a sense of that peaceful part of you that's always there. And I wonder what being more present would do to your life, what it would change. And I love this experiment too. And it's one that millions have experimented with me on some social media videos. Maybe that's how you found me too. But just looking inside your mind like a cat watching for a mouse and asking yourself with alertness, wonder what my next thought will be. And noticing, did your mind go quiet? If not, try again. Look inside your mind like a cat watching for a mouse and with alertness. Ask yourself, I wonder what my next thought will be. This isn't about what you're thinking next. It's about being curious as to what thought would appear next. And that's a question I love from spiritual teacher Eckhart Tolle. His book, The Power of Now, had a great influence on my life. And breaking your addiction to thoughts isn't about struggling with them or trying to change them. It's about letting them come and go. Seeing these thoughts as normal, no matter what they contain. And you don't have to pay attention to any of them unless you want to. And with a gentle shift in awareness, you can move out of the illusion you're being drawn into and become present and experience the peace again that is always there. And what would life be like for you if you no longer believed your thoughts the way you do now? I know from personal experience, it truly is life-changing. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, then please share it with someone you think would benefit from breaking their thoughts habit 
And if you're a generous type of person who listens to podcasts like this, then please do leave me a review in the Apple Podcasts or Spotify section to help the magic of the algorithm push this episode to even more people. Let's help others break their thought habits too. I want to say thank you for joining me. Thank you for spending your energy and time with me. And I look forward to connecting with you in the very next episode. Have a very peaceful and present day. Mm-hmm.